0: Hey everyone, Chadwick Eisman, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Welcome. Was just listening to a couple different series of Clubhouse chat rooms and some YouTube videos over the past few hours. That's just kind of what I've been doing. And the rooms that I went into had everything to do on Clubhouse, from books to to crypto and uh, decentralized financial stuff yeah DeFi. so I was listening in on some guys talking about how staking and how they do staking and farming and they're all they're all just learning about it kind of how I am they're they're new to the space many of them have been in it for just a few months two or three months whereas me I've been I wouldn't even say I've been in it that long to, to my full understanding. I, have, I haven't even sat down to get a, a serious understanding of the differentiation of what DeFi really means compared to um, just normal crypto like Bitcoin and in, in general. Well, what i am kind of gotten to the point of understanding is that to get these DeFi tokens and to, when you're staking and farming with them, you're, you're using places such as, uh, uh, swaps like, like Uniswap and, um, damn, there's a whole bunch of like different swaps, the Pancake Swap, um, and, I forgot all the names of them, but they're just all outside of the centralized system, which is, what places such as Coinbase and um, used to, to sell you tokens and, and coins and stuff. Whereas if you're buying these DeFi tokens, you're them, purchasing them most probably di- directly from a person who's either selling them or has staked them in some way or farmed them. So I'm really, what I'm really interested in learning about is the difference between farming and staking, because I don't have a good grasp on that at the moment. I kind of understand that staking is when you put, this is my belief of what it is, is staking is when you say you have some coin of some type, let's say you have something that I have called FEG token, and... You want to stake it, so you take a certain percentage, let's say you take 10 million FED coins and you stake them, that means that if I were to do that, I would not be able to use those 10 million coins for as long as they were being staked. And I believe you can stake coins for a set period of time, which you have to set. You have to set that period of time before you put the coins into the staking and you can't take them out until the timing is up of your stake meant. And while your coins are being staked, what's the point of it is that sounds like you're making you're making more crypto off of your staked tokens, it's like feg tokens. So if I stake my feg coins, I might get more feg. In the in the long run, somehow and or some other coin for some reason instead of the Fed coin, uh. So it sounds like that's kind of what I know so far for staking. <laughs> this is a uh, not a good thing because I'm trying to be like a someone that you can come to for answers, but I all I have right now are questions. And so farming, farming on the other hand, from staking seems to be the same type of concept as staking, where you put the you put your coins ten like ten million Fed coins, you put them into a farm, and well, well, they're in this farm, they're growing apparently growing stuff, other tokens and, and coins that you're getting. So I don't know what the difference is between staking and farming, really, and that's the big problem right there. Um, so that was kind of I was, that's why I kind of was joining these chats and uh, clubhouse because I was trying to learn a bit about it. But I I didn't talk in this conversation. I didn't I didn't ask to speak in the room. I was more just listening today, being a listener because I had some experiences yesterday on the clubhouse app in some other rooms, non crypto and non book related with some people. Um, but, you know, I was kind of, I put myself into the situation to begin with and the, just dealing with some guy who 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 said he was black and that he hated white people and he kept calling me these names, these, I guess, that were racist names. I don't even, I never even had heard of them before. It, didn't really, it doesn't really bother me, but it was just kind of annoying because he kept saying it over and over again. It's like, Do you, don't you have anything else to say, man? Like, that's... Uh, constructive of any any way to to not even me but like just to the why you're here and why you're a part of this chat to begin with and uh obviously he wasn't a very smart person but um then the other chat room I went in today was uh actually I did talk in this one it was about books and building your brand with books was the name of the topic and it was a bunch of older people. There's about six or seven people speaking. So I jumped on because I I don't like joining chats where there's like 15, 20 people speaking at a time because it's just too much to, for to comprehend. It's like it's like when you're in a group with people in real life. You know, you don't talk to ten or twenty people in a circle. You talk to maybe like five or six people in a circle. There's a big circle of pe- like a big circle of conversation um, at a tev uh maybe 10 but and, i mean like anything more than 15 10 15, 10 is like a lot of people for it. To, it's hard to hold a conversation about around a topic when everybody has something to say and every and it just becomes people talking over each other and nobody really getting to hear each other or get things going in a way it's kind of my thoughts especially with clubhouse um so I joined this book room, and we were just talk. And they were just talking about books and stuff. Some guy came in. Uh, all the people, like I said, some guy came in, and he sounded legit. He said he had uh, sold over a million copies of this book called uh, that had to do with juggling, and he did that back in the nineties and, and or something, or nineties early two thousands, I guess. And how he did it was. In a different way than others would do, which I found interesting, is he said what he compared it to was how he saw how he was able to sell so many books. Is he compared it to like Tupperware, and he said you know people don't go to stores to buy Tupperware. How most people buy Tupperware is there's these big events and parties and stuff that people and people buy Tupperware at these parties from these um Tupperware people that bring them to the parties. And that's kind of how Tupperware is sold to this day. So he, even especially more so back then, more than anything. So I'm sure now you can get it online pretty Tupperware online pretty easily. But you know he was just saying that. So, so that's how he kind of like that's kind of how he looked at how he could then differentiate himself to sell the books. And one of the things that he did was he went to different schools where they like he again the his books were about juggling and. He didn't know, he, he hadn't heard of anybody who had written a book about juggling before, so he wanted to be the person to do it and filled, fulfill that need, which is what he tried to do. And then he went to different schools, and he would have these events at the schools where he would speak during the day to, to children. And then in the evening, uh, the schools would have these, from time to time, get-togethers, I guess, of some type, and... And the guy would show up at these get-togethers, and um, where the parents would be with their children, and he he said none nobody would leave without a book in their hand. So that's to, his way of selling books was through school through a school system rather than bookstores. He he kind of he kind of said you know bookstores were not the path because you know that it's just what he for. How he for his his vision his path was to go, and do direct sales. He also talked about Frankfurt. I think maybe I'm saying it wrong. Frankfurt uh, book meetup, which is still happening to this day. He said it's great for re- reaching out to people in Europe and other countries because right now his he still is selling the juggling book. He's actually writing other books now about uh, green energy, apparently. But um. He's still selling the juggling book, but not so much in the USA. He said that his sales have dropped in the USA, but they've really picked up, or where they where they're still selling. His books are still selling are in Europe, in uh, Germany, in and, and places like that. So, and he said he mentioned something about this book meetup and um, how you know was, uh, you can get these stands there. You can, get, you can pay two thousand five hundred for a booth or uh, five hundred bucks for. A stand, and he said, "I recommend you get the, you just do the stand for five hundred and save the two thousand, um, just so you can be a part of this thing. If you want to sell your books directly to people, and you go to this fair, and then you just kind of, it's like any other, it's like any other, uh, any other business fair of of kinds, you know, where you would sell a product to people. It's just kind of a big meetup, and a good place for book." people to go. So it's kind of like this other book I'm reading by Mike Lindell. Um Mike Lindell talks about how he did this with his pillows. He would go to these uh he would go to and set up a stand at these big markets uh meetups and that that's how he kind of got his startings to begin with. He went to a mall uh, and and he would just uh have people touch and feel the pillow and show them how it worked and how it was different and that's what he did to start off his uh, multi-million dollar business. So, yeah, um, I kind of I kind of like this book. I'm kind of getting through it. I don't, you know, it's taking me a while. to have it in front of me, Mike Lindell's book, and that 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 was something else that I was thinking about while I was in this book club is that how, you know, Mike Lindell basically gave me this book for free in a lot of ways. He only charged nine dollars and ninety five cents for shipping. Which probably just covered just the shipping and the cost to make the book because this book is very nice quality. It has um three hundred pages, and there's photos in it with colored photos in it of pages that have like the photo fo- the photo paper, which is um of more of a quality paper, and also the cover itself is very cool. Where it has something I've never seen on a book cover before, which is uh, inspiring to me is that he. Has this graphic that is changeable? It's like a, um, I forget what this is called, but it's a hier- hieroglyphic. No, I don't know. That's not the right word for it. Um, holographic, holographic might be the right word for it, and it changes between um, so the the cover changes just in general to different photos if you move it back and forth, and you know, for for not for under ten dollars, ten dollars, I got this book shipped to me. And that's pretty damn um, valuable, in my opinion. Uh, and, I, and I like it. I like the book so far. I'm learning um, some stuff that's helping me get through some times that I'm th- in right now at the moment myself. And I'm um, thinking about my own hard times, reading about his hard times, and and seeing how you know, he came out of this uh, being a very rich person, which is something that, you know, I'd like to be a rich person. That'd be great. I'm not saying I'm going to be a rich person. I'm not going to be cocky and say that for sure, but I'm pretty sure that if if Michael Lindell can do it, I can do it too. So, I'm to finally get the point in the book I'm about um 100, I'm on page 172, which is uh, um you know, I said that it's about 325 pages in the book, so I'm about halfway through it and he's just he's just gotten out of talking so much about his gambling and his drugs and now he's starting to really focus on the pillow stuff more and and the problems he had with different people uh but i'm going to change this uh end this podcast here because i went out of off topic see you all soon chadwick eisman gab.com slash chadwick eisman and i'll do more speaking about the book later on in another podcast or another piece of content uh gab.com slash chadwick eisman rumble.com slash chadwick eisman many other places. See you all soon. Enjoy.